Welcome back, listeners, to the Minds Never Matter podcast. Of course, we are a real play D&D podcast where we're following four adventurers as they're taking on the perils of the adventuring college. Last we left off, Amelia had just finished getting her family's tenants. What are they called again, Amelia? Um, it's it's her oath. They are they are tenants that she has sworn herself to uh for her family. Yes, finished getting their oaths in a very um warming scene in two different terms of the two different meanings. Warming of the skin and warming of the heart. Uh but when I don't know that, if it was very heartwarming. I think it was more heart wrenching. No, but the ending was heartwarming where her and Frederick Yeah. He's on thin ice. But he is on thin ice. But but the ice I is still don't thicker. trust him. That text message I got. Um, but the question <laughs> we are going to be talking about today is why? what is the in-character reason why you have your lowest stat? Um, yeah, so Amelia, believe it or not, has a minus one to wisdom. Um, and while she is very charismatic and very good at talking her way out of things, and while she is very strong with that six-hour day training regimen. Um, she's not great at reading a room. She's never had to worry about it, doesn't really have to think about other people's feelings or even really be that perceptive whenever your whole family is covered in bodyguards and handmaids to take care of you. Um, so she is just not the wisest gal. Uh, Sarthalion's lowest stat is strength. Uh, because when he was growing up, he was overworked like crazy with a lot of the training he did. So he was definitely like a three push up a day kind of guy and was like, that's enough. He, uh, he grew up like a weed, but never quite as wide. Um, hello everybody. I'm Aaron Owens. I play Pogo Stardust, the hardworking barbarian who doing his best to become a wizard. And the reason Pogo's intelligence is an eight is because he's just not that smart. Um, that's really the core of it, and I like having. He's a barbarian. There's a lot of points where he needs his stats, and intelligence is not it. Despite him wanting to be smart, doesn't mean you are smart. R.I.P. He studies uh, really hard, though. Anne and Nick never introduced their names or their characters. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Who needs to know who you guys are? Um, this is episode oh, you know four. <laughs> if you don't know us by voice now you're a fake fan um, if you're jumping in an episode 4 what are you doing I just like the idea that Pogo has to say that every time <laughs> now there's pressure for me to say it and not say it I'm very confused um, what's up uh, my name is Taylor Murchie I play Cecily Belgriam our sunshine cleric and um, her lowest stat is her charisma because um, growing up, she was very much, uh, she wanted to be friends real bad, but she was very much off-putting and ostracized by the rest of the kids in the, uh, in the church that she grew up in. Um, so she never really had that many friends to, like, build those social skills with. So she is, uh, very awkward in many, many situations. And with that, let's kick off episode four, A Date with Danger. So the sun rises on a new day in Alona, and 
I'd like to get to know how Amelia's feeling after what happened the night before. She is in severe pain, but she is not going to let that show um, her entire back. And honestly, part of her her shoulders and upper arms are, are bandaged as well, just because of the sort of collateral damage that um, that experience it took a toll on her on her body right so she is she's completely bandaged she's very tired you know when you're in so much pain that you can't really sleep properly it it does affect um sort of getting up in the morning but she is doing her absolute best to pretend that everything is fine um you know she she gets dressed like normal she does her her ridiculous face routine and she just sets out for the day you wake up, Frederick is still sleeping. You can see, or uh, he's still sleeping right next to the bed. Um, he kind of rolled away, so his back's facing towards you. Would you roll me a perception check really quick? I sure would. That's a 15. You can see that he's sweating a little bit sweating yeah that's kind of like back sweat uh kind of gross (laughs) (laughs) kind of like more like on the back of his neck you can kind of see a little bit from where you do see his hair his hair seems to be a little bit wetter oh is it like um can i like lean down to like touch his forehead does he have like a fever yeah you can reach down and touch his forehead sure So he feels almost cold and clammy, almost like this was a nightmare. It's a cold sweat. He's like, he's like out sleeping. Yeah, you can, he's basically just exhausted, it looks like. Like he's in a pretty deep sleep. Uh, You can take from that what you will about what was happening during the night. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think Amelia will give him like, something of a of a sympathetic glance but um she's gonna let him sleep and she kind of gets up and steps over him and starts getting dressed for the day great is anyone else doing anything out of the ordinary this morning nothing out of the ordinary normal character stuff waking up for the sunrise doing her doing her sunrise watching uh, i'll go get a carrier pigeon message at all like a good morning one because we were texting throughout the night yeah so the carrier pigeon is already knocking at your window this morning <laughs> and he he, he feel you kind of get the idea that he's been knocking for a while you fell asleep <laughs> you fell asleep on the last message and he just he just has a couple messages for you when you open he's like you up are you okay hey hey are you awake <laughs> Hey, well, I'm assuming you fell asleep. Good night. Good morning. Are you up? And just, just kind of keeps going. So just respond with like, hey, fell asleep last night. Good morning, smiley face. And the pigeon runs off. <laughs> this poor pigeon. Are you going to have to come up with a good name for him? Because I still haven't got one yet. His calves That's are insane. It's just huge legs. Uh, Ulysses uh, S. Pigeon. That's way too close to Ulysses S. Grant. 
<laughs> Ulysses, pigeon, something with an we egg. We can't have Who everybody in this world named after what they are or what they do. <laughs> you, oh, yes, that's where can. you're wrong. Yes, we <laughs> can. Fuck you. Something USPS, probe. so it's the postal service. <laughs> well, no, it'll have to be SMS because it's a text message. Oh. Um, so with that, you all kind of wake up, do your normal routines, and as you're getting ready to leave, all of you see a little note slid under your door. Um, Amelia picks her up, checks to make sure that Frederick is still asleep first and, and picks it up. She, she kind of assumes that it might be like some girl sending Frederick a message. Fair. Uh, on this letter, you just see that classes have been canceled for the day. Signed by the headmaster Juno Everhart. Hmm. And you all received this letter. Why is the headmaster giving us letters under our door like a secret admirer? We could have probably gotten something a little more official than that, but alright. I guess I'll take it at face value. Uh, I would like to give the pigeon one, like four more messages. Or three more messages to everyone of just like no, cl- no class exclamation point and send it to everyone else in the group. Great. <laughs> so at some point in the next 15 minutes, you all get a carrier pigeon that's saying no class exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Can I, I roll insight on this because note? Because he knows. He knows everyone knows. You are always, always so sweaty. <laughs> Can I roll insight on this note to see if like it's actually the headmaster? Yeah, roll. Or if it's just like a prank. That's a nat 20. Of course it is. <laughs> really quick question. Can you insight a note or would that be investigation? I would say investigation, actually. But it okay, is well, it's a, still nat a natural 20. 20. Nat 20. <laughs> so yeah, you can see it's kind of a copied note. Like it is written by Juno and it has the school seal. And it was just sent out to all the students under their doors. Alrighty, can Cecily send out with Carrier Pigeon, like, a hey, let's all meet up for breakfast to everyone in her party at the, at the, I yes. I'm assuming there's a dining hall or, like, a cafe nearby. Yeah, there, there's a little cafe, a little coffee shop. Fantasy Starbucks? Fantasy Starbucks? Fantasy Starbucks, Starbucks but we can't call it Fantasy Starbucks, it's Fantasy, Fantasy. It's, um, oh, it's not Starbucks, um, it's actually Moonbucks. Moonbucks? Moonbucks? Oh my god. It's Moonbucks. Moonbucks. Um, just made a not a podcast kind of joke. <laughs> <It's> moon dollars. <laughs> moon dollars. Moon dollars, the cafe. Do we all live in the same dorm? Like the building? Uh, yeah, you're all pretty, you're all relatively close except for Amelia, who kind of has- What a nightmare it would be to find out that you people are my <laughs> neighbor- <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> That's how they all find out that they that you were branded in the middle of the night. Oh God! Yeah, they could hear it. Um. So yeah, you all you all get this message from the sweaty carrier pigeon, and it uh, to meet up kind of in the little moon dollars. <laughs> Let's meet up in moon dollars. I'll get everybody coffee. My treat. Uh, can I say? Pogo is the first one there, and he's just like a plate full of all the danishes and donuts. Is yeah. um is Moon Dollars off campus? Moon Dollars is just off of campus. 
Okay, then I think Amelia will change into something a bit more casual. She just kind of walks around the school in like her armor getup. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's going out in a public space as somebody who lives in Alona, she's going to dress down. She's going to be a little bit more casual. So you all uh, head over to Moonbucks. You see a lot of Moon Dollars. Sorry, um, you head over to Moon Dollars, and a lot of the students are out and about milling around today. Like Moon Dollars is popping. You see the baristas behind running around, crushing coffee beans, doing all the great things. And you all see Pogo sitting at a table that he has blocked off with just a tower of danishes and pastries. The Pogo beacon today is just food. (laughs) Um, Cecily's pulling up in like, she she, she took her time. She might not be the, the next one there, but she's wearing like a really big sweatshirt and like shades because she's really hoping no one recognizes her, because now she is not only known as the girl who killed somebody, but also the girl who beat the shit out of this guy in, in, in dodgeball. So she's really trying so to within hide herself. 18, within 18, you see everyone turn to you immediately and go, No! That's the girl that killed someone and beat up people in dodgeball. She, like, pulls her hood over her over her thing and, like, like pulls the the little strings shut and she's just like she's she's taking her sweet time getting to the cafe because she knows that there's going to be more people there but she's very much trying to hide herself she's being as stealthy as possible Sarthelion will walk up to the table and notice uh, Cecily curling into a ball uh, and he'll say apparently we are all getting popular for very interesting reasons Pogo blew up a field Cecily assaults people all the time. No, Emilia no. is Emilia. Well, now it's your turn. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something to get the attention off of me at least. Do something. Can oh you no, like, I, pre- I, you, I prefer to fly under the radar. You're a rogue. You like to like steal shit, right? Can't you do that? Just commit larceny. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever. I just, I'm not used to this many people looking at me, and especially, well, I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> I came here to help. I could people. be known as the guy who got kicked out of Moon Dollars, if that's what you want. Do you do you know how many people I have healed in this entire time versus how many people I have hurt as the cleric of this party? I have healed one person, and it wasn't even with magic. I've healed one person, and the rest of them, the rest of them, I just, I just can't. Pogo's um, gonna take a muffin off of his plate and just kind of give it to you. Just put it in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just gently put it in her mouth. Just like, freaking out. Just plug the noise hole. Uh, thank you, Pogo. And then just gently pat you on the back and then go back to eating. Thank you. Uh, Amelia arrives last. She's, uh, she's a bit, you know, she's a noble in Alona, so she's a bit glitzed out. She's wearing, like, name brands. She's got the designer purse. Um, her shoes are like also designer. Uh, she's got designer shades. Uh, she walks into the coffee shop, realizes that her party is once again making a fool of themselves. She covers one side of her face with her hand and she just walks over. Ah, I see Madame Royalty graced us with her presence in this downtrodden establishment. You look lovely today, my dear. Oh, well, thank you for the compliment. Um, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the fact that. I was so graciously invited by somebody who's actually nice to me in this group. 
And Cecily just pulls her hood down and is like, Amelia, you do the public stuff. How do I keep people from looking at me and calling me a murderer? Well, there are ways to scrub murder off of your legal records. Well, I don't think it's a legal record at this point in time. I haven't been pressed charges. It's just people keep looking at me and I don't like it. I mean, there's lots of ways to make it so people stop talking. That I think that would make it. I think I think if you're suggesting what I think you're suggesting, I think that would just make it worse. But thank you. Money can do a lot of things. Fair is not what I'm looking for. I'm supposed to be someone who helps people. They're not supposed to be afraid of me. Just a complete disconnect from normal people problems. <laughs> <laughs> she she sits she sits down with them, but she's being very careful not to like touch her back to the seat or anything. Do we notice anything weird with her? I was going to say, I think I'd make an insight check, but I actually wouldn't because I'd assume she's just trying to be put on the best posture possible. Always. (laughs) That's valid. I would have immediately, I thought you were just trying to keep your back straight. Can Cecily, because she has medical background, just roll like a, a, can can I use my, maybe my passive to see if I can tell if she's in pain or not? Can I get, like, a deception check from her and compare that against my passive insight? Sure. I can I can do a deception check. Yeah. I have no doubt your deception is going to kick my so, perception. I'll do, say if anything, I'll do you might have winced when you sat down. So, yeah, let me get an insight check from you two to see if you just kind of would have picked up okay. on it. Insight. I rolled. I have a I have a plus three to deception, and my total was a five. Mm. I rolled a two. My 18, my 18 plus four, I think, beats that. You let out a y- little yelp when you sit down. <laughs> the voice acting is gorgeous. I know this is like a terrible, like, you were just branded by your parents and you're in a lot of pain, but that was such a cute little noise. <laughs> I told you this was a funny podcast. Ouch. We make funny noises. I'm trying. I'm trying to not just be trauma all the time. Um, Cecily immediately goes into like doctor mode, and she's like, "Are you all right? You're clearly in a lot of pain. Do you need Do you need healing? I can heal you, and I promise this one won't kill you. I promise, unless you're undead, and then in in which you have some things to say to me before I heal you. But I can heal you. I have the the ways of doing so. I I am fine. I even if my affliction could be healed, it is highly unnecessary." Well, I don't want you walking around in pain. Is there anything I can do for you? What what, what affliction? What is the it'll, affliction? It'll Are you alive? with time? Well, I mean, and affliction was really a strong word. Um, it's more of a familial matter. It's it's no big deal. I am fine. Darling, are you all right? You said a familial matter, and now you're clearly very hurt. Are you okay? Is, I can assure you. Is this you, one of those I, noble I, things that we were talking about before? Exactly, Pogo. I mentioned that there are certain responsibilities and duties that nobility must uphold. Um, this happens to be one of them, and I am fine. Well, if you want anything mixed up to put on there, I have a few recipes of my own. Can you come see me, all right? Might make the pain a bit easier. Sir, but again. Pain is needed to become stronger. No, it's not. I'm sorry someone told you that. She's sort of right. There's also a nurse. We also do have a nurse. Might have some something to put on there to manage the pain. 
Look, if my arm gets chopped off, I'll go see the school nurse. But something like this, I'll get over it in just a couple of days. I just can't believe that Sarthelion agreed with me on something for once. That's, that's the shocker at this breakfast table. I know, you both are very concerning in your, in your ideals and your things that you say and think. I am very concerned for the both of you. <laughs> she has I no charisma. No what am I going to say? Like... I have no rebuttal. <laughs> so you all are having a pretty normal breakfast. Um... For us. <laughs> for us. <laughs> for it's normal you, for this yeah, family. This is pretty on point. So I kind of leaving this up to you guys. So you kind of know that there's no classes today. You didn't really get a reason why. And you're just kind of having breakfast. Cecily goes, Oh my god, I forgot. Amelia? You've been on a yes. You've been on a date before, right? You have a whole fiance. I, I wouldn't exactly call our activities dates. That's <laughs> what you call them. Sparring? Oh. Oh. That's an uh, interesting about a foreplay I, that I have not heard of before, but whatever is it, whatever oh, your clothes. With Frederick, I would never. My relationship with him is a noble duty, but I mean more like our parents would throw us into the ring with swords and whoever comes out well, still standing, would be the winner. Oh, we did that Those at the monastery plenty of times. That's always fun. Absolutely. But I was taught proper etiquette for courting and romance. Well, uh, see, I got this... Uh, fine, okay. I got this letter yesterday, and um, it seems that Cook has asked me on a date, and, well, my last relationship wasn't exactly so formal, and I, I don't think I've ever been on a real proper date before. So I don't really know what to do about it. And I was wondering if any of y'all could help me. Sarthelion, you're Sit a smooth talking mother. Right we now. Pra- right now? Oh, yes, all right. practice right now. Okay. Um, okay. And she's just in here in her just like giant sweatshirt. And the shades are still on her on her, on her face. Just takes them off. And she's like, all right. Um, she's already beat red. <laughs> just pretend I am cooked. Okay. <laughs> Um, do I start saying something or do you start saying something? I don't know how this works. Of course. Give me your best greeting to somebody that you would be romantically interested in. Um, <laughs> and she just starts nervous laughing. <laughs> She's just, uh-huh, mm-hmm, um, <laughs> hi. That's a great start, I see. I'm, I don't know how to do this. It's embarrassing. Start off. Let's let's start off with something easy. What's your best pickup line? Um, Cecily. He's I, a bugbear, right? Yeah. Oh, hold on. She's I'm got one. She's got one. Above pickup lines, but you're a sunshine girl, aren't you? Um. Well, I've never quite been called that title before, but if that's how you perceive me, then I suppose that's a good thing, right? Sure. Picture this scenario, okay? Cook is sitting down. You walk in, you greet him. Ha ha, cook. <laughs> I do not sound like That's that. You stop that. That was, that was perfect. Now I think you're just using <laughs> this as an excuse to make fun of me. I can see why he's so good at forgery and crimes. That was quite convincing. I, All right, go on. I, I was just thinking, you, you, you were sitting there and you, you were looking so gloomy and... 
Well, being a cleric of Belgrom and all, I thought I'd come into the room and just lighten up your life a little bit. Well, that one was a lot more tame than the one that came to my mind. Um, when when oh. Cook said, pick up line, all right. Um, also, I do not sound like that. I don't stutter quite that much. I don't know. I trained in this. I think I did pretty good. Yeah, well, maybe you're not as Pogo's good as going to close are. his eyes and compare the two. Oh. I just don't think you're as good as you think you are, Mr. Swamp Smooth Moves. Well, we all have incorrect opinions, but anyway. Cecily, just be yourself. Do you even want to go on this date? I, I don't know. I'd, he's nice. And I suppose maybe. He's very nice. I, I mean, I didn't exactly come here for all that. Don't, don't let him make a cake for you. What does that mean? He follows all of the rules too well, and they don't turn out well. Pogo knows. We took baking with him, and the cake did not turn out very well. Amelia. So don't let him cook for you. Amelia, where, did you happen to also be cooking with him? I followed every direction he gave. It is his fault. I'm sure it is, darling. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure it is, darling. Don't worry about that. Um, I won't let him cook for In me. my... In my experience of being educated on the matters of courtship and romance, um, it is imperative that the male or other partner is the one to be pursuing you. If you're putting too much effort in and he's not giving it back, it's not worthwhile. It is not a good agreement. Male? This is quite... I mean, whatever your experience is, darling, sure. Well, I mean, my romantic partner was decided for me. I didn't have to think about it. These are just things that I've read in books or have been told by my handmaids because my mother does not talk of romance. Um, I mean, I suppose if it's what, with... What the... books? I'm, I'm always looking to uh, expand what I know. Can you, can, would you mind telling me what, what books you're reading about these relationships? Yes. I, when I was a child, I found them in uh, the handmaid's quarter. It was... Um, what was it? It it was a novel, I believe. Um, it was titled something like "Steamy Evening with the Orcish King." I believe that is what it was called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. taking out a notebook, writing down this title to read later. Oh, um, I know nothing of physical relations, but I learned quite a bit from from that novel. From what you've been talking about, darling, I can tell you you know nothing about physical relations, and that's all right. Um, you know what? I don't think. Yes, that's my state. I don't think this is going to be very helpful for me. I mean, I've had, I've been, I've been in a relationship before. I'm not brand new to any of this. It's just, I, this isn't what I came here for, and it just caught me off guard. And I've also, I've just never been on a formal like date date before. Uh, it's just not my forte. It is not that serious of an endeavor. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, he tries to kill me? Well, at least I... we know that you know how to defend yourself. Yes, I, I mean, think... Honestly, I think you should be worrying about the other way around. I know, I think you have a perfect track record to deter him from that thought. And surely, I mean, despite your reputation, he is willing to take a chance on building a relationship with you. I don't, I don't even know if it's quite that serious as building a whole relationship. He just asked me out to stake. I, it's just... So, I'm so nervous, and I was asking for help, but you all know help steak. with this. Starting. First date on steak. My gods. 
propose on the second. You're all very unhelpful when it comes to this kind of thing. Look, I'm good at like five things. Really good at like five things. Okay. If you want to know how to, if you want to know how to steal something, call me. Two two things that we have decidedly uh, figured out: you are not great on origami and dating. Can't win them all. Nah. Camelia is going to go get another coffee. Cecily is also going to go grab another coffee. She wants away from this conversation. <laughs> she just drinks black coffee. Great. So you, you walk up to the barista, <clears throat> and on his name tag is Frank Two. Oh boy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is a this is a Taylor original for a for a NPC name. Frank Two. This is a late stage capitalist nightmare. <laughs> yes, um, he got Frank Two, and he's like, oh. Oh, welcome to Moon Dollars. Um, what can I do for you? Um, a small latte, soy milk, a half pump of sugar-free whatever you have behind the bar. No foam, but I would like the foam in an additional cup on the side I'm to so add sorry, in myself. Small latte? I don't. I don't think I know that word. If you knew my father, you would know that word. <laughs> what a place to flex your dad. By that I mean I will dad. have you arrested. Uh, I, I just meant like we have a, a tall, a grande, or a venti. Um, so I, I just didn't know what you meant by small. Whatever the smallest cup is, obviously. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then he's like... Uh-huh. And he, he writes down your name. He's like, what's the, what's the name for this? Um, Emilia. Okay. He writes down a meal on the cup. <laughs> Discreet. I like that. Protecting your local nobility. Uh-huh. He goes, next. <laughs> um, Cecily's going to kind of call back to the other two. She's going to call back to the other two. What do y'all want? Uh, hot chocolate. Okay. Green tea, please. Green tea. All right, I'll have a medium hot chocolate and a medium green tea, please. Are are you with the other girl? Yes. So so you heard my whole spiel. Like I I don't know what you mean. By what is medium. the size? <laughs> what is the size that is between the smallest and the largest? Right, a grande. Yeah, grande. All right. Wait, did you? Would you mean the? I don't know what smallest and largest means. I know the tallest and the ventiest. Like. <laughs> you know do you know can you just can you just line up the cups for me and i'll pick i'll point to the one i want and he he lays out three mugs and she points to the one in the middle are they all the same size they're all imperceivably different sizes she just points to the one in the middle just an ounce off this one Hot chocolate, green tea, hot coffee. Okay, yeah, I can definitely do that. And what's the name for these? Cecily. He writes down Celia. Perfect. Good. Great. Fantastic. I love it here. And she's just walking away. <laughs> she's just going to go Great. sit and back after down. After a couple minutes, they, they call out your name of Emil and Cecilia. Celia. She's, she's carrying all three drinks back precariously. Can you make a dexterity check? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that is a flat 10. 
So with a flat tin, you feel something wrap around your ankle and you fall, spilling the coffee everywhere. Can I try to catch her? Yes. Make a dexterity. You do the Spider-Man catch all the food on the tray. <laughs> that is a dirty 20. Damn. Dirty 20. You, these damn bullies can't be bullies to you. Um, so you catch Cecily and all three coffees perfectly. Nice catch. Uh, Sarthelion wouldn't even respond. He's already trying to eye what caused her to fall. As you track what is attached to Cecily's ankle is a long tongue that, once you track it back, leads to Plue. Ah, Zipika. Can I stomp on his tongue? <laughs> you sure oh, can. <laughs> what what should I hit. roll? Roll the hit. Roll the hit? Okay. Just roll the hit. Oh, Jesus. Uh... 22 yeah you you sure stomp on his tongue what are you doing in this moment what am i doing Just yeah cecily in one arm uh, drinks in the other stomps down on the side. <laughs> yeah i just want to like like while i like have her like this just like dig my heel into like his tongue that's around her ankle okay and you you hear plue yelp and retract his tongue as quickly as he can. And it retracts to Dorkian, Plue, and Braun sitting at a table. Braun, the chair underneath him, is like bowing out. Like it is using all of its strength to hold up this elephant man. How did we not see them walking in when one of them is quite literally an elephant in the room? Because no one has rolled a perception check other than knowing if Amelia was injured. <laughs> that is all Did you Poco guys... and I both see this happen? Yeah, it, everyone hushes as they turn. Uh, everyone just quiets, and all of a sudden, someone goes, Cecily, catch! And a dodgeball from one of the bystanders gets tossed to Cecily. Can I try to catch the dodgeball? Wait, I want to see yeah, if, not, your, not, if, if his hands are full. I would also. I want to. Like I want to see not, if Cecily can catch it first. I want to see if she can. It's not it. like a. Not they're not throwing it at you. They're like tossing it to you to see. They're giving you a weapon. They're giving you a weapon. Oh. Okay. She she catches the dodgeball. We want to see what happens. Uh, Pogo's gonna stand up and walk kind of at an angle to like. Potentially get the ball back if she misses. She she stands up and she holds this ball and she says, "Thank you, Leon. Very kind of you. Good catch." And she walks over to the table where they're sitting at, and she says, "I know my first impressions have not been great, but I want you to know that this is not the person I am." And she walks over to whoever threw her the dodgeball, and gives it back to them nicely and says, I appreciate the support. And she just walks down to have her coffee. Okay. Uh, and Dorkian just kind of looks stunned. Plue can't really tell you. Guys, should we do something about it? Because his tongue is just <laughs> And Dorkian is just staring daggers 
she's just trying to sip her coffee without looking back at this person staring eyes in the back of her head. Just wide-eyed looking just away. Like, they're at a booth oh, and the dorkian is over the booth just staring at her like, <laughs> like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> you got games on your phone. Many <laughs> <Get any> games. <laughs> I can't embarrass my family, but I want to do something so bad. I wonder if I can do it discreetly. Let me look. Can, um, Cecily is going to try and stop anybody who's going to try and do something. So she would like to roll perception on the rest of her team. Okay. But I want to see what's going to Oh, she's not perceptive. That's a seven. She's trying, she's staring into her coffee. Amelia, the court is yours. This is, this is something new that Amelia can do. She is going to pick up her drink and she's going to walk by Dorkian's table, but she's not going to give him the time of day to like make eye contact with him because he's not worth that. But she is going to target Dorkian and his two companions and use conquering presence. Oh lord, okay. What does that mean? On all three of them. So... They have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, that DC is 13. Or they will become frightened for one minute. They also can't tell if I do this to them. So if it fails, they're going to have no idea. Cecily is just sat between Sarthelion and Pogo, knees up to her chest, trying to hide as best as possible, and just gets her coffee between her. So Dorkian and Braun save. But Plue is very scared. Um, I think, yeah. Amelia, again, she's not going to waste her time making eye contact with these people. And this is, this is something that's very new for her. So she doesn't fully understand it either. Um, but as she walks by them, she glares down towards Plue, but definitely not at him if that makes sense like it's towards his direction but the feeling of fear that he gets is that this person would very much chop his head off right now and not even bother to remember his name it's it's worth nothing in the grand scheme of life and existence in the universe <laughs> side eye side eye side eye <laughs> Yeah, Plue, you see he forgets completely about the pain that is in, happening in his tongue. He gulps and just immediately he's like, guys, guys I, I, I think we should leave right now. Um, and I was going to say, before they even have a chance to respond, Plue is getting up and leaving. Um, Amelia just trots back to the table and sits down. Everything's fine. You feel the slightly smaller circle of your brand start to burn a little less. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that is that is some good relief that Amelia feels. Because fear can end an empire. It can. Okay, and you head back to your table. Uh, Dorkin and Braun get up to follow Plu out. Braun's chair just... <laughs> as he stands up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so now you're all back at your table. Honestly, Cecily, as long as you don't entertain them, they'll leave you alone. Bottom feeders like that aren't even worth glancing at. I keep trying, but then I accidentally hurt people, and then 
it just it just i tried i tried not to entertain anybody in dodgeball i sat down and i refused and then and then the teacher got a little mad at me and told me that i had to hit somebody um and then i did and then i hit him too hard um and now they hate me even more and then they hit me in the face with a dodgeball and i i try i really do try to just mind my business but it just doesn't work out they've swung and missed three times now so hopefully they get a message I doubt it. <laughs> They're cartoon bullies. They're never going to learn. They're going to slowly dwindle down one by one. Plue's going to be the next one gone. You just hear Dorkin go, <laughs> you're going to have to kill me. <laughs> I do appreciate the support, though. It's very nice of y'all to stand up for me when you don't have to. Well, despite how it seems, we are teammates. We at least have to tolerate each other. I'd and rather I... tolerate you all happy. And I am your cleric. I'm the best chance you got if you go down. Well, don't put yourself in a box like that. So to move things along, I as you guys are sitting in the coffee shop, you hear a couple sirens kind of go past. You see carriages, mechanical carriages with birds on top that go wee woo wee woo, and the mechanical birds in cages. By you. What did mm-hmm. you, the mechanical birds are birds going wee woo. <laughs> and they're very cute. And they drive past, and you can see that they're heading towards campus. Oh, that's not a good sign, is it? Why had... was class canceled today? Does I'm, anyone know? I'm not sure. The headmaster is the one who sent it, so I just assumed something with, you know... I mean, we did kill somebody a couple days ago, so I, I don't... Oh, we should probably go check it out, huh? I don't think they would stop classes for him. Fair enough. Well, you're uh, probably right. And they didn't stop time, classes for him. <laughs> we have the clearance of knowing that whatever happened this time isn't our fault. At least it's not Pogo's blood on my hands this time. Pogo's going to raise his hand for a high five. Cecily will do a very weak little tap. I would like to point out it took 50 minutes for you guys to question why classes were canceled. <laughs> I mean, how often do you guys take it? If you're a college student, you're waking up like, fuck yeah. Dude. I know, I at least thought it would have been like, I never man, once I wonder in my why. Four years. Like, no, we're going to moon dollars. <laughs> we're, we're going, going to moon dollars. Relationships for an hour. And I, I was never, like, that's literally okay. college. <laughs> no I never once in my like, entire four years of college ever questioned a day off. Not once. Yeah, I had a whole thing, like, if you guys were walking through campus, I was gonna be like, roll a perception check. Oh, you see cops milling about. But no, I had to be like, hey, the cops are driving by. I just got branded. Look, look. Now we have bigger issues. We have a date. Someone got I figure I can make knives out of nothing. Look, we got the wee-woo birds out of it. I'm excited. Pogo exploded. Alright, we gotta we gotta follow the so weeble birds. Alright, let's let's go check it out. Let's see what's going on. I mean I if I can help, oh. I'm going to. Okay. Let me get back to my notes because now we're getting to where I had planned. I don't know why I get worried about not having enough information. I'm just <laughs> no, gonna we just... fucking coffee shop. This sequence was awesome though. This was really fun. This, this is really great. Perfect. I don't I know why I get worried about this podcast. You all are the best people ever. I love it. <laughs> What did I, I say? I love the idea that this is going to be the new hangout spot for the group. 
Oh my god. Yeah, Moon Dollar is come up with Frank 2. <laughs> Frank 2 becomes a recurring <laughs> entity. <laughs> no, there's just a what number added every time. Yeah, it's a, it's a number added every time we see him. Next time it's going to be Frank, Frank 3, and then Frank 4. And then we discover that there's a conspiracy behind Moon Dollars where they just keep killing and replacing Frank. And he's stop giving away explode. my and he's stop giving numbers. away my plot points he's adding numbers so that it's a cry for help like please they keep reviving me they keep killing and reviving me that's how the coffee's made <laughs> frank coffee <laughs> um so yeah you guys follow the wee woo birds um one was a red mechanical bird and one was blue of course and they they just alternate wee wooing <laughs> and you get back to campus. Uh, what's go? What's the what's the situation? What's going? Should I roll on? perception? Let's roll perception. Yeah, everyone, roll me a perception check. Cecily is not perceptive. That's a four. Cecily has no idea what's going on at all times. Oh, natural. 20. That's a a sixteen. Natural. Pogo got an 16, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, four. so those with high rolls, you you're seeing that. The police are kind of the police cars are kind of parked outside of one of the student buildings. That they're actually parked out from a couple different spots, but the closest one is the second year dorms. Oh, um, oh, being no. a child of the police, do I know any of these cops? Do you know Skinny Craig? Skinny <laughs> Craig. Hell yeah, I know Skinny Craig. <laughs> I love that no, my names are going to be. Noah made the best face, man. He was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, let me look. I, well, yeah, because it was like, oh, man, I have this whole thing. I put and so now many I'm names watching it blow so up in front of my eyes. You can't ask me for names. I put just the silliest names no, in there. No, Skinny a- Craig is great. I'm talking about the police. No, and the damn police. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm a child of the police. You know, I don't no, like it my, either. It's my fault. You know no, these song. are actually uh, the other side of the police. Shit. Uh, so yeah, you see Skinny Craig kind of out front with his clipboard. Um, Amelia will walk over to Skinny Craig, and she will say, Ah, Mr. Craig, it's been so long since I've seen you. How how are you? How is your family doing? Well, hey there, Amelia! He goes, oh, the family's good. You know, I, I've been hanging out with uh, Guck Ruck, and yeah, they're, they're pretty good. How, how's your dad doing, the, the, the captain? Oh, you know how my father is. He is well. I saw him last night. He was looking very healthy as usual, as was mother. Um, Mr. Craig, I'm sure you know now I'm... I go to school here, and um, I my studies are very important to me and to my companions as well. And I was just wondering, what has all of you out here? It's it's unusual for them to send so many of you. Well, now, Ms. Victor Solis, you know I can't be sharing police business, even though you are a high-ranking policeman's daughter. Oh, but, Mr. Craig, you know, I, I would really really love to impress my father and if i knew what was going on then i could train even harder to know how to handle situations like this in the future well i i can't tell you outright but oh look i gotta go over here and oops i dropped my clipboard hopefully no one looks at it have a wonderful week mr craig i hope everything's okay at home 
Thanks, I'll tell the missus you said hi. Uh, and then she scoops that clipboard up and runs back to everybody else. <laughs> I love that everyone is Southern, Noah. Everyone. I I need to come up with more voices, damn it. <laughs> Can't help being a Southerner. Uh, yeah. Cecily is still... just skips back over to everyone else. Like, C- Cecily um... has no idea what's going on. She's got the, the shades on, the hood up, the, the, the little ties taut so that no one can see who she is. Um, Amelia presents the clipboard to everybody, and she says, You all may mock me for my upbringing, but it has lovely benefits when, you know, the time is right. What time is it? What do you mean, what time is right? What's going on? What time is it? Well, I'm not sure I've not read the information yet. That's what I came over here to do. Oh, is this, you got us, oh, for the, the yes, the policemen, yes, um, what's going on? Uh, let's, let's take a peek at this clipboard, what's it say? And in all capital letters, or not all capital letters, it says police report, and in the description it just says missing students. Oh, are there names? There are no names currently. There's people going Hmm. missing? Well, again, at least we're not behind this. That doesn't mean what people won't think we're behind this. I, I have an idea, guys. Uh, and Pogo's going to try to walk into the building. <laughs> Straight up. Okay. I don't stop um, him at all. <clears throat> no one's going to stop him. We're just watching this. So the we're police? just watching this. Because <laughs> the police have it, like, surrounded, right? Yeah, they're or mostly it... inside, like... You know what? Good point. We're going to wind that back. So, yeah, you start to walk up towards the building, and there are two police officers kind of guarding the door. And you, you have to walk, Pat, you have to walk under some yellow police tape to get to the door. Just straight at them, like, not even trying to, like, sneak by them at all. Just straight through the tape? Well, like, under the tape, but, like... <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, and you're just kind of dragging this, like, 15 feet of yellow tape behind you? No, 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 no. And uh, one of them puts his hand on your chest and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Where do you think you're going, young man? Uh, Room 14, third floor. I need to get to my dorm room. And he goes, no students are allowed inside the building at this point in time. But I have to feed my cat. And uh, he squints his eyes and he goes, pets aren't allowed in the dorms. I I know it's really bad, but, but he's a stray. He has nowhere else to go. He goes, what room did you say it was? Uh, floor three, room 14. And he call, you see him grab like a little, he calls over the pigeon. And <laughs> he, he's like, they don't have, there's no sending stones in this world. It's all pigeons. <laughs> Actually, it's not even a they pigeon. They have a radio. It, they have a, a radio. It's confirmed. It, or, it's a raven that, that's named radio. And oh, he's like, go. <laughs> He's like, go, go tell the cops up on the third floor to check to go get the cat out of the room. Let's talk about the exploitative the work of all of the Aarakocra in this entire, entire it's pretty bad. Entire city. To be fair, they're in really good shape, though. <laughs> I don't in case you're wondering, not. Frank too is also an Aarakocra. <laughs> all the workers, oh, no. of course, he is. Um. So yeah, so the uh, radio runs off, and. Heads up to the third floor. Um, are you doing anything before the call comes back? Uh, is there anything? Wh- what's going on? Why can't I get in? 
Well, this is an active crime scene. So. The whole building? Well, there's. The less we have people running in and out. What, what happened? You don't quite understand how police stuff works, do you? No, that's why I'm asking. While Pogo's talking, can I try to slip in? While he's got them distracted? Can we, like, follow Swithelli and try to slip in? Yeah, yeah Aaron, the two or, least. Uh, Pogo, roll me performance. <laughs> performance? All right. The two least stealthy girls following Sarthelion. Can I have an advantage for Pogo's, like, size? Yeah, you can definitely have some advantage for that. That's a nat one. Why did my voice go so? Mm. (gasps) I got a nat one for stealth. 16. 16. As Pogo's, like, hat is, like, slips to, like, block people. So, I got a 12, but... I'm going to use one of my uh, psionic dice to try to Ooh. succeed. Uh, Y'all. Because I assume that's a fail. Ooh, that brought it up to an 18. Okay. Y'all. Cecily got a nat one. So, because, so like Amelia took off her heavy armor this morning so she could just wear casual clothes, Ooh. so I don't have disadvantage on my stealth roll. I just rolled my first natural 20 of this entire campaign. Hey! <laughs> Let's go! Cecily got so, that one. So, Amelia. A... Yeah. So, Amelia and Sarthelion, Sarth- you sneak in perfectly fine. Amelia, the cops look over at you, but notice your face and immediately look away. Yep. With she your like nat waves. 20, they're just like, mm, nope, not dealing with that today. And... <laughs> Like, oh, fuck, it's her. She's insufferable. We're not talking to her. <laughs> and Cecily, like so you, you're trying a little different approach. Like, you're trying to use Pogo's size to your advantage. And, Pogo, your hat just kind of slips off at just the perfect moment that it falls right in front of Cecily as she's just trying to walk past. Like, it blocks her or helps her? It blocks her. And then the cops okay. look down at the hat, look up at Cecily, be like, whoa, whoa. You can't go in there either. I what is up with the students at this school? Well, trying, um, I was told that, this, our... that there might be an emergency, and I am a cleric, uh, and so I was told that my services by uh, Professor Juno might be um, needed here. Do you have that written down? Let me see if she's got anything. As you're doing that, Sarthelion and Amelia, you see radio running back towards you down the hallway. Wait, there's somebody running at us? Radio. <laughs> The ra- the carrier raven. Oh, he's he's going to report back. Is there like a like a like a closet or like a bathroom that we can like slip into out of the way Wait, of him? Is is he like? Did he see us and now he's going to like tattle on us? Radio has a one track mind, and it is to carry information <laughs> from point A to point B. You can see him looking directly at you, but there is not a thought behind those eyes. <laughs> I I cast command on him. Oh, okay. And say, grovel. For <laughs> <laughs> so what? Full on sprinting, he falls to his knees directly in front of you and like skids. <laughs> Well, we should be able to pass without him telling on us anymore. I don't think he was to begin with, but let's it's, have it's a... better safe. It's, you're the rogue. It's better safe than sorry. Is there anywhere we can like put him, like throw him into a closet or something? 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, there are so many <laughs> closets in this hallway. Yeah, it's, Amelia will just throw them in and close the door. Great. Uh, so you throw them in, and we're going to jump back. Cecily, did you, do you have your thing? Do you um, have anything? Can she just go, oh my god, more students are escaping into the thing, and she's going to try to get them to look the other way so that she can run past. Is that Dorkian and the boys? I just rolled two natural twos. All right, can I, I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll persuasion, okay? Okay. She's got a a minus one. That is a 16 minus one, 15. Is that Dorkian and the boys? He goes, those troublemakers, they've been in, they've been in juvie like eight times already. And they, they take off. He's and, just going to grab Pogo. And as you see him coming out, you see like three more black carrier pigeons. And he's going, I'm pursuit. I'm on pursuit. And all the carrier pigeons or ravens just run out in different directions <laughs> to the other polices. She's just going <laughs> to, she's just going to grab Pogo and run in the same direction where Sarthelion and Amelia went. Just roll natural three. Skinny Craig falls down. You just, from behind you, officer down. <laughs> officer down. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see the videos of police completely overreacting to something small? That is exactly what is happening right now. And you are clear to enter. No, now there's going to be a rumor that she beat up a police officer. You started a riot. The the other other officer, you just hear one of the ravens run past you and they go, It was Cecily! Cecily beat up a cop! (laughs) Hey, my gravel? Not looking so bad now, is it? No! Radio didn't do anything wrong, though. Radio was could have. We could have tattle. I know. At least benefit of the doubt. Amelia had no idea that he was just stupid and wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> if I didn't roll two natural twos, they were going to be like, "Man, we haven't heard back from Radio in a minute." But he is now on the ground, just begging for his life. Skinny Craig. Oh. <laughs> uh, Great, so you are all now in the dorms. Uh, listening, like, around, does it sound like there's, like, commotion, like, on the upper floors, on this floor? Uh, so with every, all the commotion that happened about an officer being down, you kind of hear footsteps running, but you can hear them running kind of outdoors, and you hear them kind of moving away from you. But you know that it's, that most of it's coming from the second floor. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna look to, uh... Cecily and Emilia, just so we can keep quiet. Uh, and then you two are going to hear in your heads, if you need to talk, use this. Cecily doesn't... Cecily's... Cecily's... Uh, <laughs> oh no. All we hear from Pogo is, ah, uh, in his brain. <laughs> I can't connect to Pogo. I can't connect to Pogo. I oh, can only okay. connect to you two. Why? It's it's my I can connect to a number of oh, people based on my proficiency. Oh, I see. I see. So also, I, have, think a, I can just think a thought and you'll hear it. Is you that can how this works? Yeah, you can and like you can speak telepathically to me and Cecily. All you I hear like from this. all you hear from Cecily is just, oh my god, can he read minds? Has he been able to read my mind this whole time? Oh my god, can he read minds? Sarfalian, can you read minds? <laughs> I cannot read your minds, but if you think it as talking, I can hear it. Oh, 
Uh, all right. Good then. to know. And Emilia, you are more than welcome to break the link if you want. I don't have any power over that. At least I don't think so. This is the first time I've done this. I'm really surprised it worked. I'll, I'll put up with it for now. But next time, ask permission. As you wish. And we can do this for five hours. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh my god, right, you're in my head for five, five hours. Five hours, one mile range. I hate you. <laughs> uh, so, we're heading upstairs. We need to do more stealth checks. Um, um, can Cecily do a investigation check to see if there are any dorms left open, any dorms with tape over them to indicate a crime scene, or any dorms that would indicate like someone has not been there, or it has been like attacked in some way could we ask radio i will answer both uh are you going up to the second floor i i would i would want to do this like along the first floor and up to the second floor if there are any doors on the first first floor so you don't have to stealth on the first floor you see that there's no cops in this area uh all the dorms seem to be locked there's no tape in them um you can try to talk to radio if you would like i'll have to tell you where he is pogo doesn't know that you did that to him so But yeah, I'm just throwing the idea out there. Hogo doesn't know that there's a bird in a closet. Just tied up and thrown in there. We didn't tie him up. So he's just in the closet yeah, willingly? He's just gravel, gravel. He's just knocked, he's knocked prone in the closet. Okay. <laughs> he's just in the closet. You just stuck him there. I mean, I, I, I so Thalion's going to start moving. He's going to start moving away from them. Hogo's yeah, <laughs> with you guys too then. Long, then the rest of the officers will find us, and that won't be good for any of us. More so for you than me, but not good for any of us. I think they already think that I beat up a police officer. <laughs> um, stealth checks? <laughs> stealth checks. Uh, yes, I need stealth checks from everyone. 18. That's uh, a 15. Pogo has an 8. He's just thud, thud, thud behind everybody. We did a group check, so but <clears throat> you make it up to the second floor. Uh, past you, a couple cops kind of were running down the stairs, and you guys happened to jump into a closet. But you make it up to the second floor, and it you can kind of catch a glimpse of most of the cops leaving out of the corner, except for one that's standing in front of a door that has tape on it. I mean, he's gonna walk up to him. <sighs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. <clears throat> Excuse me, officer. My name what? is Amelia Victorsolis. And he he looks at you and he goes, "I I know who you are, but you're not you're not supposed to be in here." A daughter of Reginald Victorsolis. Um, you see, I was actually sent here uh, for special training, um, to make my father proud. You know how he is with family pride and whatnot. And he firmly believes that it's about time that I start taking on more responsibilities. Roll me a deception check. Okay. That is a... Let me do math. That is an 18. He just kind of stares at you and is quiet for a couple seconds and he goes, yeah, that makes sense. You know, uh, your father is a very hands-on type of guy. He wants you to learn the best of the best. He goes, in this police force, the best of the best. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you remember my father used to bring me to the police academy and to the station to spar and show the officers how they should be acting in battle. It's it's one of those situations. And don't mind the three that are with me. These are my servants. 
Um, they're just following me to make sure that nothing happens since this is a craft, an active crime scene. My father's concerned about you know, kidnappings, assassination attempts, things like that. Uh, sure. Uh, well, I, I'll walk through with you then, and, we'll, and I'll start taking notes so I can send them to your father. Oh, that's not necessary. I'm actually going to be sending notes to my father for this trip. Um, he didn't want you all to have to worry about it since you're so hands-on with everything over here already. Um, so we're just going to do a quick survey of the room. I'll take my own notes, and then I'm going to be reporting them back to my father quickly after. Um, but letting him know what'll happen will just irritate him, and I'm sure you know how my father behaves whenever he gets angry. Yeah, I, I know how he can be, but I really do think that I, I should watch over a Victus Solis, especially on an active crime scene. I, let me just radio this in. No, no, that's not necessary. As I mentioned previously, I have my three servants here with me. Cecily leads over to Sarthelion. If we're her servants, does that mean we're getting paid? Don't forget, you can talk in my head. Yeah, she no, she <laughs> leans over as if... She is going to speak out loud, and then she just clown to clown communication. I don't think there is a salary in working for her. I want to do it, boss. He kind of just nods, and he goes, "Okay," and steps, and he kind of steps aside. I can assure you that the Victorsolis family will reward you greatly for this, uh, and she will usher everybody inside. Great. So you all are now inside. What? So the first thing you see is that it looks like there has been a struggle. There are chairs knocked over, um, <clears throat> some glass on the ground. But what would you all like to do? Can Cecily look at the door? To see if there is a name on it, like to see whose dorm this is. You know how, like in college, they have uh, your name there on are a little. No names. I yeah, there are no names on this one. Damn. I'm curious Maybe. about the same thing. Um. Can we look around to see if there's anything identifying? Like anything like that a, has a name on it? Notebook yeah. or something? Um, sure, if you're looking for a notebook or anything along those lines, roll me a percept or an investigation check. Everybody or just one person? Um, if you're all kind of... Are, are you each looking for this? Um, I think it might be easier if we all look Except for different it. stuff. It's like a it's okay. like a group investigation, right? Yeah, we can. I like all that you're all hold. looking for separate things. Okay, so I will so hold I can... my investigation check for something else. Um, I rolled a ten to find anything identifying in the room. Um, you don't find a name, but you find a couple chefs type of clothing. Oh no, he ain't making that date. <laughs> no, so Amelia like holds like to... up. Uh, Amelia, oh, like, holds up the apron and stuff, and she's like, I wonder if this is somebody who's in our, our cooking and baking club, Pogo. Do do I recognize the apron at all? You you see a couple stains that look like they would have come from making a cake. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Is there, like, any brushes or, like, things bugbears use to, like, groom themselves? Yeah, so you see a... You see a brush. Or clothing with, like, extra long arms. You see a brush kind of sitting on on the dresser, and it is just chock full of hair. Same color as uh, Same Cooks? Same color as the bugbear. Same color as Cooks. Uh, I'm going to look over at Cecily. Cecily's just... She's got her hand over her face. Can she... I'm going to roll investigation for anything 
Um, Taylor, the player, thinks it might be funny if she found something embarrassing. But she's she's just looking for like anything to indicate who might have taken Cook. Okay. Oh, that's an eight. She finds nothing. She is a little too stunned and upset. Yeah, you are starting to put the pieces together. The pieces are all laid out in front of you, but you're still putting them together. Uh, it could still not be a, Cook. Was this a single room? Or a, or it was a... a single room, but you see like a kitchen. Um, you kind of see like food being like food that was being prepared. This is like a nice room. Yeah, it, it's one of those like on campus but apartment types where it's the room and the kitchen. What food was being mm. prepared? Would Would you like to roll for it? Yeah, that's a natural twenty. <laughs> okay, well, well so you just see for the food. dinner being made. There is some steak, and you can tell that it was being turned into a stew. And there is a little note that you see that is right next to it. What does the note say? And it says, Cecily, I can't wait to meet you at the club grounds for dinner tonight. I know I had said steak, but after our bonding over stew, I thought I would turn it into steak stew. And I can't wait to meld with you. That sounded, hmm. She's like, note, started off strong. The ending, just a little, um. Bugbear's a little awkward. It's awkward. And she's just, she's just kind of, like, flustered and upset. <laughs> with this, you, with this being flustered and being upset, you start to feel a burning kind of grow in your chest. She's assuming she's having a panic attack, so she's just going to, like, kind of just, and just kind of crouch over. And you know what's happening now, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to take over okay. and explain what is happening. Um, Cecily was warned about this on, you know, for, for many years because, you know, at birth they realized what kind of Azamar that she was. Um, but it wasn't until, like, a certain age range that Asmar really get their their form. And so as she's looking around at this, like, you know, she was excited. This is something that she was looking forward to, stressing over, wanting to go right. And she just starts to hyperventilate. And then you see her mouth just hang open. And this light starts to glow from within her head as if the sun has taken up a residence in her skull and this blinding light just shoots out of her and it kind of kicks her head back a little bit and the corners of her eyes and the corners of her mouth start to smolder and crackle yeah so everyone who is around i need you all take radiant damage equal to half of your level rounded up a half of my level rounded up yeah, and it uh, lasts for a whole minute. Yep. That's two damage? Yes. Yeah, I guess two damage. So you all are taking two damage basically every six seconds as this light starts Does to Does she burn look like she's thing. in a lot of pain from this? It says, it's like, it's it's like, it doesn't look well, like I'm, she's I'm asking. It doesn't look like she's there. She's what? Like, she's not there anymore. Does she's it like, look like she's having... Causing a searing light to radiate from you, pour out of your eyes and mouth, and threaten to char you. 
Yeah, so she looks like she's smoldering. That sounds right like now. a pleasant experience. Like the corners of the, the skin of her, of the corners of her eyes and the corners of her mouth start to crackle, and you can see the light kind of shooting through the cracks in the corner of her, of her. So orifices. you were having a panic, panic attack basically, and then you started blasting. <laughs> then I started blasting. <laughs> then I'm firing my laser. Yeah. You want to do extra radiant damage to yeah. anyone? <laughs> Pogo um, for that comment? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, po- Pogo's gonna like give you a hug and try to calm you down. <laughs> oh my god, sweet baby. Um, so Pogo, you're gonna take a little bit of extra damage. That's fine. Cecily, roll me a luck check to see if this is starting to calm you down at all. Okay. That's a nat twenty. So you, the warmth nice. of Pogo's hug seems to cut through this searing pain. And slowly, the, the light in your eyes start to dim and your mouth closes as it slowly starts to turn from bright, shining light to dim light. But Pogo, your skin is starting to sear. As well as everyone, you're kind of getting burns on you as well. And she just yeah. kind of goes back to her hyperventilating and she's just she's just going to start to cry. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. The it's tears right. as they come out are like turning to steam on your cheeks. How much and damage do I take? Really cool. You're going to take six. Everyone else is going to take four. Total? Yeah, I'd say this take took 12 seconds. That fucking hurt. Uh, okay. So what you all hear outside of this room, well, you you start to hear, you hear from outside the police officer talking into radios to that there is a problem inside the dorm that something's happening in the dorm and you all start to hear distant footsteps but are hurrying towards you uh, cecily's just gonna like the window? yeah cecily's just gonna pull away from pogo and she's just panicking at this point because she's now realized she's just hurt everybody around her and she's just like trying her best not to touch anybody and she is um how many stories are we up you're on the second floor. Um, yeah, you're on the second floor. Is there like a fire escape in this room? Because I feel like that would be there for safety. In the room? I'm not sure. No, like, there's like just out window. the window. No. This Can... is one of them old dorms. How how close do they sound? Uh, you can. Sarthelion for sure can get an investigation check out of this because he hasn't gotten one yet. And I feel bad. Okay. Um, oh, it's what? And then some, you can do one more. Amelia, Pogo, and Cecily, you kind of did your things. So you can get one more investigation check before they are going to be on you. Or at um, least getting close. I got an 18. An 18. Natural 16. Would you like? Ooh. Okay. I'll give you the one that progresses story, and then if Amelia gets the other one, I'll give the other thing. Uh, you see a little piece of paper that is on fire from Cecily. A little piece of paper like, that is on fire? Yeah, so a piece of paper where, where that is, is on it? fire. Yeah, you, when everything kind of happened, you don't know where it came from, but you can see ne- it's near the bed. Like, almost it, underneath the bed. Okay, I'm just gonna, like, like pick it up and, like, pat it out in my hands okay. to stop it from burning. Let I me a dexterity check to see how much you save. Okay, perfect, Amelia. Dexterity check. See how quickly 
I, I also Pogo has an idea of what to do. Okay. Eighteen after this. Eighteen. Okay. Perfect. You, you get a. There's some information on there. Uh, are you looking at it now, or yeah, are you looking at it now, or are you gonna wait? No, I'll stick it like in a pocket. Okay, safely in a pocket. Amelia, what you find is that as everything kind of happens, you look over at the broken glass that I had mentioned earlier. And you notice that it, with a 19, kind of looks like it came from a potion bottle and not something that you would cook with normally. Oh. That's strange. Um, we have an alchemy teacher. And an alchemy student. Um, is there anything else that's identifiable about this bottle? Like, would it, would it be worth picking up a shard and taking it with us? I can. Uh, you there. Most it. of the liquid is on the ground. If Cecily oh, mended it, would um, the liquid be back in the bottle? No. Damn. Shit. I'm. I'm not sure if this would work, but could I cast detect poison and disease on it? I would at least be able to know if it's poisonous. Ooh, that's that's so interesting. That's really good. Uh, yeah, you can detect poison and disease on it. Okay. Yeah. As as they're sort of like very quickly plotting out their escape. Amelia notices this and immediately um, she says something uh, like a, a verbal spell and she casts detect poison disease on it. Okay. It is not poison. It okay. is a potion. Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me... I will say that this is a poison. We're going to technically call this a poison. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, um, while she's looking, can I notice that she's looking at like a potion bottle on the ground that's broken? Yes. Uh, each action you guys take, the police do get closer. I um, am just, I'm legitimately just going to go over to where she's looking at it and kind of like fiddling with it, and I'm going to take my pinky and I'm going to dip it in it and I'm going to taste it. <laughs> Why? I have to carry Sarthelion out of this Why? because I'm just I'm just um, like gather as much information as possible right now. Oh my god, roll me while, a yes, Pogo. While that's going on, can Pogo open the window and grab the mattress and get ready to like throw it out the window? Absolutely. Roll me an athletics check, uh, Sarthelion. Uh, I'm not like drinking it. I know, I know, it might just literally be like microdoses, but it's. I like need you that. to roll me a Constitution saving throw. Rolling good all day. Watch this be the bad one. I sure as hell hope so. I need to check the fun. balance. I need to check the balance on this die because I've been rolling too many not twenties. Is it really high or really low, Sarthelion? It's a six. Oh, thank goodness! So you all look over. Sarthelion dips his pinky and puts it to his tongue. And you see his eyes immediately close. Dumbass! And um, is now prone on the ground. Uh, wait, can I pick him up? Shit, wait, 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 wait. Shit. I have, I have fate ancestry. Is it putting me to sleep? Shut up. Yeah. I have fate ancestry. I have advantage on it if it's putting me to sleep. Yeah, roll with advantage, you butthead. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're a, you're an elf, right? I'm a high elf. Yeah, so you can't be. This is special stuff. poison, Aaron. Shut up. <laughs> elf poison, special poison specific elf elves. <laughs> super. This is super specific poison. elf poison in a room for a bugbear. Okay, that <laughs> one was a fifteen. I am gonna say that it does. It it was a very high DC because this is a special type of poison, and 
so yeah, your eyes do close. And oh, but yeah. keep in mind that you are Fey ancestry, you get advantage on this, and you are an elf, which you all would have knowledge that are not easily these are not things that are easily put to sleep. Mm -hmm. So this is a special type of poison. Um, if and Pogo's opening the window, can I just like pick Sarthelion up and get ready to jump out of it? Uh, I did throw the mattress out there, and I got a twenty-two on my athletics. Yeah, so the mattress lands perfectly. Like it is, it is so well placed. It even like opens up more. So now it's like a double wide mattress. You're not even sure how that happened. <laughs> just like yeets yeets Sarthelion's little body out of the window. <laughs> yeah. So in Sarthelion, you are now passed out on the floor. Can I pick him up like princess style and like jump out the window? Yes. Yeah, so you um are you what is the order everyone's going out the window? Uh Pogo's gonna be last. Okay. Alright, I Cecily, guess Cecily, when uh, do you wanna go? I, I question. I guess Cecily will go second if we're doing the princess style jump out the window. <laughs> okay. Uh while everyone else is jumping out the door, can I close the front door to the room and lock it? Um, so I will say as most of this was happening after the police officer gets the radio done. He's like getting close to op entering the doorway. Okay. So you could try to contest it athletics, slam it in his face, but you'd like basically push it out of his. Can I win? Get out Can I bonus window. action rage while doing that? <laughs> yeah, you can bonus action rage. You are throwing. A, you open the window, throw out the mattress. I said, hey, you guys can do two investigation checks before they're there, but. Window open, mattress out the window, Pogo turns, and as you're running past Sarthelion being princess carried and heading out the window. And I need a uh, contested athletics check. This is the worst I've rolled in my entire life. Yes, plus five. Um, so 19. Uh, <laughs> rolled a four, and then I was like, I'm going to roll again just to see what happens. And I rolled another four. <laughs> Maybe you should so, wait your dice, Noah. <laughs> two natural twos, two natural fours. The dice are like, no, let them have this. So he rushes in. You see a radio bird try to like turn the corner to come inside, and you slam it in both of their spaces. And uh, yeah, you turn and lock, and you start hearing multiple fists banging on the door. And then Pogo's going to swan dive out of the window. Okay. And then I guess Cecily goes, jumps after. And you, oh, I thought you were already jumping out while I was doing that. Oh, she will do that then. Okay, everyone make me dexterity checks. I checks or, or saving dexterity throws? saving throws. Oh, Is this something nine. I can see? It's with advantage because you're jumping onto a mattress. Okay. Oh! Good. That's still a nine! Not great. <laughs> I rolled worse okay. afterwards. I rolled a 17. Okay. Um, so you're good. Jeez, Cecily, good. you take four <laughs> falling damage. Yeah, you know what? She already gave so much damage to other people, she deserves the four. And Pogo, what did you roll? Eight. Eight. So you're getting ready to jump out of the door. The police kick open the door with a 16 athletic check. And they... Do you do you do anything as they see you getting ready to jump out of the window? I'm swan diving. So you're <laughs> swan diving. And you swan dive. They kind of tap your foot as they try to grab it. And it throws off your balance just a little bit. And you 
hit the ground or hit the mattress and take five falling damage. Uh, am I still raging while I hit it? Yes, I would say that. So fine. it's halved to two. Um, also, uh, other people, this is going to be a flavor thing. As Pogo hits the mattress and takes the damage, um, like you're going to see him get hurt, and then it's going to be really weird, like bouncy situation, because immediately after he gets hurt, the mattress is going to get hit as well. It's just like a kind of a pulse thing. Just pulverize the mattress on your way down. It, it's not him hitting it. It's it's something else. <laughs> hmm. I think as oh, Amelia okay. left out, Amelia like magical girl style <laughs> left out of the window with Grace Sarthelion in her arms and lands on both feet like cat. I, w- I, I am drawing this. I am drawing this so <laughs> much. <laughs> this is yeah. This is definitely in the highlight reels. Um, um Grace, are we escaping? Are heist, guys. We should escape. We should just run. Yeah, we've got to just book it. I'm um, still I, out cold. I mean, I think yeah, Amelia, knowing... Cold. Once again, being a child of the police, I think Amelia knows that the cops aren't going to go to her room, so she's just going to book it back to her dorm. Okay, so as this is happening, <laughs> Everyone you all are running at, at Amelia's speed. place. And oh my god, I have a scenario in my head. I'm so excited you if it see, happens. You see radio catching up to you at full speed. <laughs> like you're all running real fast, but you see this bird. And he gets right up next to you and he turns to you, Amelia, and out of the voice you hear um skinny Craig's voice. And he goes, Your father's gonna hear about this. And if you radio- tell him, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> and radio turns back and runs away. Ah, I can talk my way out of it. It will be fine. These fucking iRobot birds, dude. Like, <laughs> it's the run from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> this this was a Kenku, not an Aarakocra, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a Kenku. Alright, we're going going to Amelia's place. Sarthalian <laughs> in my arms. Sarthelion, like, snuggles up into your arms. I'm <laughs> just kidding. He's limp as hell. God. <laughs> hey, we learned what the potion did. Like, you figured it out, like, and I was, I was very up, curious holding, to see what you were going to do. It's holding an unpiloted Muppet. It's just, like, arms flapping <laughs> in the <laughs> He was just in information mode, man. He's just like, we got no time. I gotta know. Ragdoll physics. <laughs> Great. So you you get back to Amelia's room, and you know it, it's a little put off from all the other rooms. You are, ooh, sorry, you are alone in there. Oh, Frederick's not here. Frederick is not there. Good. Do we, um, do we see that it's a double and that there's like tape on the ground? Or... <laughs> yeah, the uh, tape's not been removed. <laughs> no, you know what? I oh, that's so much funnier. Um, I'm actually gonna say Frederick is there. But the tape has not been removed, and he's just kind of sitting there at the desk, and he jolts as you guys enter the room. Oh, yeah, we just, I, Amelia just, like, I guess she's got, like, so thin in her arms, but she also, like, opens the door. You know, like, when you have a bunch of grocery bags in your hands, but you also go, like, like, open the door at the same time. <laughs> so she, like, opens it, and she gets her foot in there, and she, like, kicks the door back. Okay, and he goes, what, what, what the hell's happening? What, what are you doing here? You shut up. 
Put him down. I think I have a spell for this. Quiet. Uh, and then Amelia just throws Sartholian out of the bed. I and Cecily's okay. just gonna run over onto Frederick's side specifically. Of course, she's gonna run. <laughs> Cecily's gonna run over and cast lesser, lesser restoration to see if that wakes him up because I touch a creature and can end either one disease or condition affecting it. Yeah, and I think that I'd condition that could be. Yeah, so lesser, lesser restoration. Can yeah. I perceive to see if the police were following us here? Uh, yes. Roll me a perception check. Also, someone please close the door behind you. <laughs> Pogo's the last one, and he closes the door. Uh, 14. Okay, they are not following you. They are um, not? They are not. Cecily, you get a good idea that lesser restoration was the correct move. She, like, taps both of his cheeks, and she says, Wakey, wakey! <laughs> <sighs> good morning, sunshine. Sleep. No shit. It's really, I don't sleep. Is that what sleep is like? More or less. Yeah. Where are we? We're at Amelia's My place. bed? That's very forward. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia looks at Frederick. <laughs> and Frederick looks back at you. And goes, I thought we were going to keep quiet about who we bring to bed. <laughs> I, it's a situation. I didn't drug him. That wasn't me. <laughs> I'm gonna, and he, I'm gonna he like, bites I'm gonna like his lean tongue over to, to stop him from saying something he would normally say. <laughs> are you okay? Back, back to Sarthelion. Are, are you okay? I don't know. I, well, I'm awake now, so I'm not dead. So that's as okay as you can be. But are you still injured from earlier? Oh yeah, that was hot. Really hot. Are you okay, Anna? Please stop saying these words in front of my fiancé. This is just making the whole situation sound much weirder than it is. You really do need to choose your words more carefully, Sarthelion. And she's just like... Listen, I live for this, okay? I live for this. I know we're in a situation, but it's like... Anyway. Are you okay? Um... I... And she just kind of just like looks at her hands and she's just like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know what that was, but I didn't think it was going to be happening so soon. And I didn't think it was going to hurt everybody. I'm so, so sorry. It just seems that everything I touched lately, it is just crumbles to disaster here. Give me, give, give, give me your burns. Cecily, if you're tired, I can take care of it as well. You should sit down. No, it's sit down and just breathe for a moment. I, I really would rather do this myself. I think it's. I... Only right. Listen, we'll talk about it later because now two of my four team members have exploded. I can't handle this. Okay. And Cecily just starts to cry at that. <laughs> she's just oh. she just tears up and she's using she's she just grabs your arm where like or wherever like your ouchie is. Um and she is she casts uh uh, cure wounds. I'm actually gonna say that, like, where, like, in a surprise when you started doing what you did, uh, Sarthelion held his bandage arm up, and uh, when you're healing him, you can actually see some of the bandages have burned away. I'm, I'm so sorry. I know you keep these on all the time, and like, I, I, I really didn't mean to. I, uh, Sarthelion will like pull away a little bit. Like, not pull away, but kind of, like, turn his arm so you can't see what's under it. Uh, and he'll say, just collecting himself, did, 
Don't worry. I've been through worse. I'm not angry. Curious more than anything, but you're fine. Here, I also have this, and she's going to cast Mending on the bandages so he doesn't have to get new ones. Thank you. She's going to... On to other matters. She's going to also cure wounds on the other two people in the room who she burnt to a crisp. Um, I I have lay on hands. I can take care of myself. Okay. Pogo needs the healing. Not terribly, but he would like it. She's just going to walk up to Pogo, and she's just going to, like, just give him a hug and cure wounds that way. How much did you heal me for? Uh, I get creature gain one d eight plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, gorgeous. So you're getting ten hit points back. Jesus, I don't need that much. Uh, what about Whoa. Pogo? Pogo, <laughs> watch Pogo not get the same amount. Um, Pogo needs ten. Okay, so let's let's switch that then. Pogo gets ten. Sarthelion gets four. It's okay, okay. if Pogo gets less. Pogo is a tank. Okay, well then, Sarthalion gets healed up perfectly, and then she's kind of upset while she's healing Pogo, so, like, Pogo only gets, like, four hit points back, but she's just, she's just a wreck. She is not doing well. Uh, while she's healing Pogo, Sarthalion's gonna take the note out that he Great. got. So, on the burn note, there's a good amount, a good chunk of it is burned, but you can still get uh so the words you do see you see meet at laxor temp t-e-m-p uh you see the number 10 which is right under the line under that uh you see the three letters i-l-y and the left half of it is burnt and you see the the word alone in the in the meantime while they're is the last three letters incessantly fuck Um, while they're while they're reading the note, um, Amelia is going to walk up to Frederick and she's going to say, "Look, I may have gotten involved in a bit of a shenanigan, so to speak. Um, I need you to write the Victusoli's family and please say that I was here all day, and that if there are any of reports of me going out or doing anything unsavory, that it was somebody using disguised self to look like me and um, take advantage of the police that way." And he goes, yeah, sure, anything you need. Thank you. Hey, Noah. Yeah? Cecily's going to cast Mending on the note. Uh, Pogo is going to be pulling out a notebook and taking notes on everything they know. <laughs> everything Cecily touches is bad. <laughs> like Detective Pogo on the case. Pogo is not writing that down. <laughs> Pogo is too sweet. So a little bit does kind of mend back just because some of the ash on the back uh but it's meat at the laxor the it's laxor temple but it's the broken down temple or okay i'll give you this there are coordinates on the back that lead to the temple you need to go to well I-L-Y. living in laxor is arthelian familiar with what this temple could be you you kind of think back to where you would be in the coordinates but You've never seen anything on any map that would say that there are things there. Okay. I have a sinking feeling that this is for me. I L Y Cecily. Uh poorly written love letter, maybe. Well, I don't. Considering the situation, I don't think so, and I don't want to put any of you guys in danger any more than I already have. So I think I should go. 
by myself. Why by yourself? Because it says alone, doesn't it? I don't think okay. that's safe. Well, we can pretend you're alone and come along anyway. Well, maybe you can, but the other two ain't exactly the stealthy kind. No offense. Um, excuse me. I got into that building way faster than the rest of you did. Uh, that's wonderful, but not everybody is going to know your name in the middle of the woods. Or care. You don't know that. You're right. I don't know that. All I know is that nearly every interaction I've had with you or other people, I have accidentally hurt them. And if I'm going to be That's on your team, true. I don't want, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get you guys. This is clearly my doing, and I don't want to get you guys in trouble any more than I already have. Especially I love you. that Frederick's just sitting here listening to this. By the way, yeah, he, you <laughs> can see like, he's at the chair and he's kind of kicking it. He's kicking his feet. He's like listening to us have a domestic, and he's just like sitting. There. Especially you, um, and she looks over at Amelia. You have a whole legacy and image that you need to protect and you've already messed it up because of us and I, I it seems that this has something to do with me and I don't want to be the cause of you getting into any more trouble than you already have and I've already hurt you okay. two and you two are way too nice to me for the fact that I've literally laser burned your skin off you know you've known me for three days po I Pogo's gonna pull something out of his pocket and it's going to be a little origami dragon that was given to him on the first day. And he's just going to sit that down. And he's like, you're my friend. I got your back. You are not a problem. Amelia kind of looks at Cecily very sternly. And she says, I understand that I give the impression that allows people to make a lot of assumptions about me and about my family. However, nobility or not, it is part of my duty to protect the people that are aligned with me. Part of caring for somebody, part of being loyal to somebody, means that you are going to get hurt. Is that always magical? Not necessarily. But part of being intertwined with another person's life and being forced to trust and rely on them means that eventually that person is going to hurt you. But it does not affect the status of your relationship or your duties to that person. It wouldn't be advantageous for it to just be the three of us running around, that's for sure. You are correct that we've only known you for three days. But I would like to know you for three more days from today, and three more days after that, and three more days after that. If you want to be part of this team, we have to be a team. Which means if you go, we go. Accidents happen. I'm sure there's a lot of things we don't know about each other, and... Since I've been here, a lot of things I don't know about myself. We're here to learn. It's school. Let's learn. Well, I'm sorry I've seemed to have gotten you all tangled up in this mess, but um, I'm... Really... Would you stop saying sorry? Oh, what, what, what else am I supposed to say? I burnt you. I burnt you. I burnt you. And now there's like this, this, this little note calling me out. And then because we're a team, we all have to do it and... Thank you. Um, Cecily is going to grab Amelia's hand and with her other hand, Sarthelion's hand. Just give it a nice little squeeze. And she says, thank you. And I'll work on not saying sorry too much. And she kind of rolls her eyes at Sarthelion. So can, can someone 
point out on the map where we need to go? Pogo's holding the map upside down or backwards or some incorrect way. Uh, Sarthalion will use the coordinates and point to it. And you point to the map, but you have the exact coordinates that you're supposed to head to. And it just looks like, I mean, it just looks like it's square in the middle of the forest. Just trees. No indication that there's something there. Welcome to the end of the episode where I thank you all for listening to our goofy little podcast. Of course, I am Noah Bryan, your DM, joined by Anna Williams as Amelia Victisolis, Aaron Owens as Pogo Stardust, Taylor Murchie as Cecily Belgrion, and Nick Tavanese as Sarthalian Gray. I'd also like to thank Maven Gunter for helping out with editing. Join us in two weeks for episode five to find out what's going to be happening in the woods. Thank you once again for all of your support, and we look forward to seeing you soon. You see the three letters I-L-Y, and the left half of it is burnt. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> no.